My name is Ken Fallon, and welcome to this issue of HPR Community News, where we give you a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on in and around the hacker public radio community. Today, I'm joined by my fellow admins, uh, Pokey, hello. and Code Cruncher, hello. who've just joined up today to help out with the administration of Hacker Public Radio. Um, they have been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. You probably heard their names coming up on various different uh, podcasts and at various different shows. So I'm absolutely thrilled that um, they are on board to help us out, especially as I'll be away for the coming week. I'm I'm honored. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, I'm very thrilled. Looking forward. I'm even more. I'm even more thrilled. Okay, so usually uh, I start off these episodes with uh, welcoming in the new hosts, um, and at the end of last month we were running very, very low on um, on episodes. Um, so I, oops, <laughs> so I put out the call. I just dropped my uh, recorder there. So I just put out the call asking people to send in some episodes, and I was absolutely thrilled by the reply. Um, so I'd like to. Thank uh, Robin Catling, Jonathan Nadu, Code Cruncher, Brad Carter, Script Monkey, Bob Evans, Disaster Protocol, and I'm a Hoof, uh, Skill Pecky, and Bad Bit, who have all joined the HPR network, and I'd like to thank them very much for doing that. As you all know, we're waiting for uh, more hosts. Uh, we do have a few shows in the queue, but we still have 191 free slots for the end of the year. Do you have anything to add, lads? Oh, I, um, all no. Those, yeah, all those new shows were, were a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed all of them. Um, and I, Before I started hosting HPR, or hosting some episodes in HPR, um, it was all about uh, like the shows for me and what I could learn and, and what information I could glean from them, um, which was really cool. I always really, really liked HPR for that. Once I started contributing, though, it's become more about the people who are contributing for me. And that's really, really cool because I'm still getting all the knowledge and all the information, but the people in the community who have been uh, you know, uh, hosting shows and donating shows to HPR have just it's really cool to, to you know interact with people all over the world in that way couldn't agree more yeah I mean I mean that's very well said okay so let's uh, let's go through a few of the shows um, 695 was a behind the scenes at HPR and uh, right now I'd like to thank um, 
Klaatu for coming in on the uh, the uh, urban camping. He's been arrested, uh, April Fool issue. And I'd also like to thank uh, Karen um, and Brad over over Bradley over at the uh, Free as and Freedom, both all three of which gave their permission for me to do that. And uh, I hope loads of people were uh, were. Uh, caught out with that, and I hope loads of people did donate to the uh, to the Japanese fund when you do go to that page. But uh, yeah, I'd be going for about an hour until I sat down and thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't believe it because, like, the very next episode, of, uh, the very next sentence was, and tomorrow uh, on April the second, there will be. <laughs> I, <laughs> I missed it. So um, then we had Mr. Gadgets with his uh, another in his path towards Linux, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm amazed at how he's just able to pick up the phone and talk and uh, without ums and ahs or anything. Yeah, that's that's really amazing. <clears throat> I did a lot of editing in my first show to take I... some of those ands and ums out. It's good that we have the phone. Yeah. It's... It is pretty. Uh, it's pretty impressive, and I'd like to thank the guys again for uh, setting that up for us. Um, Not even just the, his technique, but he, even his content is fascinating. I love listening to his shows. They're great. Exactly, I could listen to him all day on the uh, just on the train. He has a really good voice for radio. Um, then the next day actually was Jonathan Nedu, um, who I, I had listened to his show. I, I don't know if you guys listened to the mass of media that he. Uh, he puts out, I know on HPR we have a lot of shows, but he is putting out three podcasts a week and they're all bar none, excellent quality. Do you listen to uh, Jonathan's shows? No, I've never heard of him before. Uh, <clears throat> I liked, I mean, both shows that he did this month. He's got the, uh, This Week in Fedora and This Week, this week in Debian and the Frostcast. And, um okay. This show, the Aaron talks with about accessibility in KDE was as a direct result of he had a discussion with him, and they had edit, they had discussed accessibility, and uh, for one one way or another, Jonathan has become the banner holder, I guess, for accessibility on on Linux in the podcasting community. Anyway, so I I, um, I was thrilled that he posted that show because I I do listen to his other shows. And I was real surprised that accessibility didn't come up. Uh, so I was I was happy that that he, it actually did come up in his conversation. And I'm happy that it was um, put out there somewhere because I, I take an interest in that. I, um, you know, he's he's blind is, is the reason why he's become you know the front runner for that. And he's a bit of an activist as we can all see from the the podcast he's done and from the um, festival that he hosted. So he's he's you know perfect for that spot but you know having known about a couple of uh, of other blind users in the linux community and in the linux podcast community um you know who i who i like you know and consider friends a lot of times when accessibility isn't considered i uh, i'm not blind at all but i i feel personally offended that someone wouldn't consider my friends yes. you know and the people that i care about yeah exactly and you know if if uh, accessibility becomes standard on the Linux desktop, then it's going to be standard on the other desktops. We saw what happened when you know we started introducing Bling with uh, 
uh, onto the Linux desktop. It's migrated over to the other two desktops as well. Um, episode 699 was Brad Carter um, with an interview with Captain Crunch, and this was a syndicated Thursday one. Did uh, any of you get a chance to listen to that one? I listened to it, yeah. I'm fascinated by those phone freak guys. It's, it's yes. amazing. Yes. And I oh, didn't God. know where the 2600 came from. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That 2600, that, it is cool where that came from. Yeah, I think we all have a little bit of freak in us. You know, all yes. of us who, who like to throw our voice at podcasts. Yeah. And then again, we had uh, Mr. Gadgets with uh, Tales of April Past. Um, the following day, we had Script Monkey with uh, backing up your data and introduction. Yes, yes, yes is all I can say to this episode. Yes, I can say yes because my computer got stolen and I'm happy for my backups. Is, uh, do you have encrypted drives? I have some folders that are encrypted. I'm not encrypting everything. I think this is one actually that um, we should... Uh, it'll probably come up again when we're talking about the you know what we'd like in the and the new site or site improvements, but the ability to take um, unrelated shows and put them in a series, the backup series, I think, will be one. You know, data security, uh, what to do when yeah. your laptop's stolen, that sort of stuff. The following day, I released a special episode. Um, we have rule one, which is uh, that we can bump episodes if they're time related, and I don't particularly like to use it because if it's time related. I'd like to schedule it into the slot. But to be honest, I only found out about the 50th anniversary of uh, Yuri Gagarin's space flight. So I put together that episode with the help of um, eSpeak and uh, you know some sound clips that I, I got. Um, don't know, did any of you get a chance to hear that or what did you think of the show? Yeah, so do you know Russian? No, I don't. But I... Uh, <laughs> One of my pastimes in, in college was uh, listening to Radio Peace and Harmony, um, which was, uh, you know, at the time of Glasnost. We didn't have a television, so you tune in a shorter radio to listen about tractor factory production in Minsk and, uh, you know, snippets of Russian. So I think it's a beautiful language. Okay. I'd love to learn it. <laughs> but um, then the following day, we had Bob Evans with My Computer History. I think that was one of yours, Pucks. Um, yeah, he, he recorded that over at, at um, Northeast Linux Fest, and um, he was he, there were two guys that did some recordings, and his show was complete enough to be you know a show a standalone show. Mm -hmm. uh, I shouldn't say complete enough because they were both complete. Uh, it just it was formatted as a show, so I, I put it up there on its own. And the other one I put out uh, as part of of my review. Because he basically reviewed the show, but but I I wanted to say about your um your space flight show that that was a very very well produced. I was really really impressed with that, and just uh, only just now when you said it did I learn that it was um thrown together hastily. So that's even more impressive. Yeah, yeah. Desperation is the mother of invention, I guess. Um, and then we had a uh, I'm a hoof humph. I, you know, one thing about this uh, admitting stuff I, I'm not very good at is actually there's loads of stuff I'm not very good at, but picking up people's handles is another. So I apologize if you get your name or handle wrong. And my first Linux box, uh, also a very interesting show. I really like this series. Yeah, 
it's a good starting point. I think uh, I think everybody um, everybody can send in a show about you know their first Linux box or their first introduction to computers or another one is what's on your MP3 player or uh, yeah get you up and going and then after a while you're like me looking at everything seeing how you can turn it into a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, what to do when confronted with a blind person was uh, a request I sent to Jonathan and it was just a fantastic. Fantastic little episode. I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I was really thankful for that episode. I, I posted a, some comments on that one also that uh, what I said in there was I think that that should be required listening for every person who, who you know wishes to graduate high school. They should all at least know that much. Yeah, exactly. And then the following day we had Dismal Science Ubuntu on trial. Oh, stirring it up, stirring it up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also commented on that one. I haven't done that much typing in a long time. <laughs> and if you are looking for the uh, comments, folks, if you press on the P behind HPR, you'll uh, you'll get a this subscription feed, and it's on our list to make that a little bit easier. Um, then we had JWP with Enter- Enterprise Resource Planning, and I know he says a lot of people don't find that interesting, but uh, personally, I do. It's he made a very uh, good statement about how Oracle is uh, positioning themselves in the enterprise market um, at the expense of Red Hat. Yeah, that show scared the heck out of me. Yeah. And then we had Scurlet with the Language Frontier Episode 3. Um, and this uh, came out on Syndicated Thursday. And I want to talk a little bit more about that uh, later on. Uh, but I, I do love these shows. Um and then we had uh, Spix on Tech. What do you think of this show? Um, well, I don't like saying the name. I feel I feel like you know I might offend someone saying the name, but listening to the show, it's been one of my favorite all-time shows. I, I like those guys Hi. a lot. I like hearing their backgrounds and everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. Um, to be honest, I, I never picked, I never. Sorry, Maya, go ahead. Um, I, I'm i trying to remember the show. I'm not sure I've listened to it. But they have a lot of links in the show notes, which I find great. Yeah, yeah. this was Sikilpake uh, and uh, Badbit, who are both uh, Mexicans, and they got together probably over Skype. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I listened to it. Cultural studies. Yeah, and he's... Um, uh, hacking. Yeah. Five days without the internet. Oh, my God. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but five days without the internet. But that guy's, that guy's got... Uh, you know, he's, he's living in a house with no doors in the doorways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it gives you a little bit of perspective. Indeed it does. Indeed it does. And they... You know, to be honest, I didn't... When I put up the show Spicks on tech. It was only later I recall like Mix and Spicks from some movie. So, uh, but I guess if they <laughs> they uh, pick the show and if they're okay with it, then I guess we're okay with it. And then we have our good friend, uh, Tlatu is back. And those of you, yes, I, uh, I've got a complete list of shows every week for the next five or six weeks. Tlatu is going to be up. 
So he was talking to our very good friend Verbal. Um, and then the next show was uh, Briar Man with uh, Linux Jazz recording my audio. He is a crowd favorite. Yeah. <laughs> he, I must say, though, I, I don't like jazz. He's <laughs> going, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah, like Jeff either, but I mean, he was doing some live recording there, and that's kind of fascinating to yes. just hear what he's talking about. It is, it is cool. Yeah. I'm not a jazz fan either, but he makes me feel like I'm missing out on something. Yeah, yeah, that is, yes. the, <laughs> that is the annoying part. In the comments, it. right? <laughs> And then we had uh, Mr. Pokey uh, doing the Northeast Linux Fest interview with Matt Lee and Donald Robertson. Do you want to give us a rundown on how that came out? I know you're going to talk about that later in another show. but um, well, Northeast Linux Fest was such a blast. It was it was really, really fun. Um, I can't wait to do it again next year or maybe even to make it to another fest this year, but I, I don't think there's any others in my area. Um, the interview with, with Matt and Donald I was really, really pleased with. It was I've never interviewed anyone before. That was the first interview I ever did. And those guys were just really, you know, kind and gracious in, in offering me that interview. Um and they were they were really easy to interview. Both guys were, were uh, really willing and eager to share, you know, what, what they what they know about. So that was really cool. That's fantastic. And then um we had the full circle podcast with Amber Garner from the Ubuntu Women Project, and uh, those uh, that was a the Full Circle podcast have released uh, a whole go of show, shows. I don't know if you guys listen to the to that podcast. Not yet, because we're recording this before it's coming out. Yeah, but do you listen to the Full Circle podcast? Itself? Oh, the full, full Circle. No, I didn't know about it. Okay. Well, it's uh, he's uh, taken the the best of and um, re-edited them down so that they'll fit into the HPR format. So they're kind of syndicated shows, but they're kind of not either because they're for HPR. In the same way that Scarlet's Language Frontier is, uh, um, you know, it's, it's a syndicated show, but it's not. So I'm, I'm, it is one of the things on the mailing list this month um, was. I'm having trouble with that. Some shows are clearly, the 10 book review is clearly syndicated show, no problem there, uh, and it'll get scheduled. But this sort of stuff kind of falls in the gray area. And, and really what I don't want to do, and I and I guess you guys, um, we I don't want to be seen as playing favorite to one above another because, you know, Tlatu is also a HPR admin, but, you know, you want to spread the love around. And it's very fuzzy to me to to say, well, you know, be fair, um, because fair is difficult to define. <laughs> yeah, my my thoughts on on that particular one, um, the, the the language podcast, was just that there were um, a limited number of them. They're off the internet now, and the whole goal, which I think is, is our goal as well, is to get them back on the internet. So my suggestion was to play them every other week, uh, and they'd be done in about two months. And I'd say that that it wouldn't be an offensive um, solution if there are other shows that are that are migrating their content to HPR and, and we're going to be the sole uh, maintainers of that content. I, I think that that might be like a special case. 
Yeah, I think that's uh, that's good. That's actually what I'm doing now. So I'm, uh, if you look at the schedule, uh, I've done that every second week, and I'm going to uh, put in the full circle podcast every second week as well, and get a lot of those out. And then um, the last interview, which is uh, in our in real time, is going to be released on Friday. Um, it's an interview I did with Stank Dog, uh, recorded it over um, Skype, uh, using Skype Voice Recorder, which, as we found out tonight, can only record one channel. And there we go through. They um, they uh, had a quick, brief history of Bin Rev Radio, what it is, um, and it comes down to that Stank basically is currently paying um, 500 euros a month or more for the hosting for HPR. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a shocker. Uh, HPR and BinRev and all those other guys. So um, they were giving him a massive di- discount where he was only paying about 150 bucks a month. And then, um, it, uh, he doesn't say it, but uh, then that deal got where he went back to paying the full whack. So he was a bit pissed off, uh, or he was a bit annoyed about that. And um, as a result... You know, he wanted to move hosting and he felt that the BinRev community was not helping him out a lot, which I was a bit shocked when Droop sent me the, the link because, you know, I feel that the HPR side of the community is, you know, very vibrant and there's, you know, a lot of activity. And and since I've started doing the admining, I've had nothing but, um, you know, positive feedback from people. And I don't know what your you guys' experience has been. Um, I've heard a lot of, yeah, I've heard a lot of positive feedback too. I I don't know much about the Dinrev side of the house, but I um, I've been looking forward to that episode because I'm you know dying to hear from Stank Dog again. Yeah, exactly. So it's all it's all about that and the server. Um, actually, since then I think the server has been moved. Um, so we're up and running. Things that have been bugging me, like the email not working, is now working. So um, I think we're good to go and we can. Uh, we can move over. Um, one of the things that... Uh, so, anyone got anything to add? I know, Pokey, you need to run soon. Yeah, yeah. I just... Um, I don't really have anything to add about what we've already talked about, but I know that in a, in a few minutes, we're going to uh, do a spectacular feat of time travel here on our end, and it's going to look pretty mundane to the folks on the other end, but I, I don't want it to go unnoticed that we're going to... We're going to jump from uh, from Wednesday to Monday when when Code Cruncher gets her review of uh, Linux Fest Northwest. <laughs> yeah. This is a last minute insert by Code Cruncher. I'm on my way home from beautiful Bellingham, Washington State, after two intense days at the Linux Fest Northwest. Earlier this year, after Pokey signed up for Northeast Linux Fest. I discovered Linux Fest Northwest and signed up for a table, which was free, as was the participation at the Linux Fest, which is already in its 12th year and has always been free. I must say, I was very luck- lucky that Imahoff joined me at the table. He set up on Saturday morning with the material we got from Pokey, and that included a tablecloth slash banner made by Pokey's mom, two books with QR codes to every show of HPR, um, oval stickers and mini cards, 
and we added three computers, loudspeakers, a condenser microphone on a stand, and two HBR t-shirts. And any one of these items actually served as an icebreaker in one way or another. And we talked to a lot of people. We also recorded some short interviews which will end up in one to two upcoming shows, so you will hear more about the festival. <clears throat> so people asked us a lot of questions. Uh, first of all, what is Hacker Public Radio? What kind of hacker uh, are these shows for? And where are you located? So this last question we usually responded to with a smile and explained how everything works. We use the books with the QR codes a lot to refer to the fact that HBR is already at show number 715 and that it started on December 31st, 2007. Quite a number of people with the help of IMAHOF scanned a QR code for the first time. And I think at a festival that is so much about community, it felt really good to help people to discover something new. So our table was really busy all the time. We each went to only one talk each. Amahoff became a Drupal fan and I got introduced to behavior-based testing of infrastructure. So, in conclusion, my impression is that the table at the Linux Fest Northwest was a success. Some people already knew HPR. Others discovered HPR because the table was listed in the program, and many came to the table and heard about HPR for the first time. Amahoff <laughs> and I certainly had a lot of fun and would like to welcome new listeners as well as new hosts that we met at the Linux Fest Northwest. So if I can just quickly go through some of the stuff that came up on the list and uh, then we can call it a day. Okay. So we had um, we had a lot of discussions about Hobby Public Radio and uh, I don't know if you people have gone over to Hobby Public Radio. It is looking super, super fantastic. Thanks very, thanks in no small part to uh, Code Cruncher here. So, if you can take a bow, so, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't do much. I just replaced that picture with the trees with um, Hacker Public Radio logo. Uh, and right now, there are like about five blog posts and mainly about how we want to develop the new website for Hacker Public Radio. So I think this is a good chance to invite everybody to go to hobbypublicradio.org and look at those postings and let us know what they think should be done to the website. Um, yeah, from my side... Hmm? Should they all go at once or are they going to knock it over if they do that? No, no, it should be okay. It should be okay. So All right, everybody run for I... it. <laughs> oh, anyways, I 
kind of like from the discussions also on the mailing list, I identified like three things that I think would be important to have on the new site. One is like a really easy way to upload shows with a form and where you can upload your file and everything just goes there. A filter where you, that you can use to find shows and you can also use that filter uh, for an RSS feed so you would maybe only get certain shows if you're only interested in a certain topic. And the third feature which I call Babel which would kind of aggregate all the different communication channels that we have like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, show comments, mail list, IRC, and Identica. Uh, we have so many channels for communication uh, that kind of run in parallel and it's really hard to keep an overview so I would like to uh, aggregate those. And then I think, Ken, you also, you want the, the cloud, right, the TAC cloud. Yeah. Well, I have, um, from the admin point of view, I've got a few requirements. Um, those are that uh, anybody can come on, register their email uh, link, they come back, they're authorized, and now you're a HPR contributor. I want people to be able to um, upload a show, write the show notes, and press a button, and then that's it. It'll be scheduled. They shouldn't. It shouldn't be posted immediately, and then it should be. We should be able to schedule one one show a day, and uh, then as time goes on, um, some other things. But I I've, I've actually installed a lot of WordPress uh, plugins to see how they work, and I think we're pretty okay. I'm looking for somebody who knows how to change the default permissions from for a contributor and a um, poster if somebody is familiar with it because on the lowest level of permissions you can um, you don't have the ability to upload a file but you need to be an editor in order to do that but if you're an editor you can press submit and then it'll submit the show immediately which is something we don't want to do so that kind of thing but it'll all work out beautifully in the end I guess I hope so um, sorry Sorry for all the background noise here. The, the car's going by and the steam whistle just went off. I, I work in the, the quarry with Fred Flintstone. Obviously, yeah. you guys heard the steam whistle, but everybody's leaving now. So, um, I don't know. As as Code Cruncher says, yeah, send us your feedback. Join the mail list, hackerpublicradio.org forward slash mail list. Join there. It's a load of fun. And, and also go over to uh, Hobby Public Radio and add your um, comments there. We had some trouble with the. Sorry, go on, co-courager. I, I just wanted to say that we're also going to really set this up as a project so that we can also have contributors, I mean, like an open source project. Yes. But that part we haven't quite figured out yet which system we're going to use. Yeah, and uh, when you make a decision about that, be sure and tell us. I'm not going to make that decision. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> no. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's it's again. I don't want to make the decision on my own, and the decision will be made on the mailing list or on uh, voting on the Hobby Public Radio site. But let's all yeah. do it together. Yeah. Um, so right now, I'm kind of waiting for you to move to the moving of the site, and then I think we and go on holidays. Yeah. And once you're back, we'll pick up with talking about the whole new site thing again. Cool. 
Anything else on that topic, or shall we move on? Move on. Um, I think I'm good. I want to say that uh, there's been uh, loads of positive feedback about the stickers in the wild poking, and I want to thank you very much for that initiative. It's really, really cool, and I'm really enjoying it. Oh, yeah, that's really cool, because I, I you know, was just talking with the guys on, on IRC one day and thought the HBR stickers that look like those, uh, well, you guys have them in Europe, but over here, yuppies only have those little oval stickers. Yep. And I just thought it would be funny to mock those people. I had no idea it was going to turn into, you know, something that, that people are, are having so much fun with and, and kind of taken seriously. And um, I never expected to get pictures back from it, which was wicked fun. 5150 started that off. And um, and people were telling me that they're going to do shows now that they've got stickers. You know, they feel like they have to earn the stickers, which I had no idea that was going to be the case either. I would have I would have bought shows with stickers years ago if I knew that was going to work. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a good idea. Uh, did you see the uh, one that uh, Peter sixty four sent in? Two, yep, <laughs> the two that he sent in. I uh, I had to put them in upside down. The funny thing is, <laughs> he sent them to me upside down. Uh-huh. I corrected them and sent them to you, and you put them back upside down. <laughs> So, that so uh, just moving on. Um, yeah, I want to congratulate our friends over at Linux Outlaws for uh, reaching episode 200. Yeah. Uh, hey, congratulations, guys, and and thanks to Fab for sending us a picture of his HPR sticker on his he, on his notebook. And he has promised to send in an episode, which I haven't got yet. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, no pressure, Fab. No pressure. Um. And I would like to mention, actually, that we are now, if you take into account the 715 that we've done and the 300 that was done uh, directly before that, from our, uh, before the rename from uh, Twat Tech Radio, that we have reached 1,015 episodes here in HBR of community goodness. Nice. It's cool. 1,000. That's amazing. One Thanks thing, everybody. Yes, exactly. Thank you, everybody, for uh, making HBR into a community. I really think it's cool. One and, thing that the name change. I think I've listened to them all. I don't think I've missed any. Yeah, nor have I, and I haven't missed any of the 1015. You heard all the today with the techies. Yeah, I contributed one or two over there as well. Um, one of the things that came up in the Northeast Linux Fest one, episode 713, Pokey, that you did was the um, releasing under Creative Commons. Uh, we license HPR under Creative Commons attribution, share alike, non-commercial license. And I, you released that one under Creative Commons, uh, so basically allowed for commercial use. And I would really love um, to change the licensing of HPR so that we drop the non-commercial because it makes it difficult for anybody to to burn a CD and sell it or buy a USB thumb drive with um, all the shows on it and sell it for you know the, the cost of the USB thumb drive. Yeah, or for any reason, do you know like a, a a news piece on it if it if it picks up any kind of traction that way. Yeah. 
So, I mean, and if anybody, you know, wants to know the benefits of releasing under a commercial license, um, Bradley Kuhn is, is the, he can explain that better than I could certainly do it on uh, free as in freedom podcast. Yeah. And the, um, well, the thing about it is it also prevents you from releasing it on, you know, um, having a community radio, sh a community uh, podcast show on a, on a commercial TV station because it's a commercial venture. You're not right. able to do that. Um, so what I would like to do uh, is I'd like to propose and get feedback from the community mail list, hackerpublicradio.org forward slash mail list. Uh, is on uh, switching the default license to um, drop the non-commercial so that when you upload a show that one of the drop-down lists would be what license you license it under and you know by default it would be Creative Commons by SA and you could select non-commercial so that way when we're doing the customized feeds you could um, take a HPR customized feed where you know that everything is is free to use on a commercial basis idea. It's a very good idea. And speaking of people who love freedom, uh, Slick Zero has sent me in a permission to release the HPR music as we like. So we actually own the intro and outro music and we own the HPR microphone logo. So we can consider those being released by Creative Commons by SA as of now. We've already discussed the syndicated show, what's a syndicated show or not. If you, and it's not too late, have designed a sticker or um, a, a business mini card, mini card your yeah. book is on its way. Well, actually, your book isn't on its way. It's starred in my Gmail folder to send the book over. Um, so I'll do that as soon as I get back from vacation. And speaking of vacation, I'm going on vacation tomorrow, so I need to go and pack now. Um, and that's pretty yeah, much it. To work. Yeah. Okay, and thank you very much for listening. And uh, do you want to say goodbye? And then we'll um, leave a space for um, Cole Cruncher to put in her review of the show. Yeah, goodbye for now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. For more information on the show and how to contribute your own shows, visit hackerpublicradio.org.